It's Sunday. My favorite day. I get to talk to my friends for several hours. Yeah. Sunday's the best day. Yesterday, Saturday, I spent the first like three and a half hours of my day learning how to strip Kindle books of their DRM. So that was very exciting. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Are you going to share your lessons in the Discord? Uh, yeah, I could. I, I, I posted about it in the, um, in the discord saying like, I learned how to do this. Um, and we'll see if anybody like wants to, it's, it's really complicated and depends a lot on what your computer is. Like I only know how to do it for Mac because I use a Mac. So, um, but yeah, I'm happy to teach anybody how to do it. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty harrowing. I almost gave up a couple of times. Well, you bought those books and you deserve to own the books and yeah. all of the usufructian um, rights that that bestows upon you. Yeah. And, you know, the reason I did it, the biggest reason I wanted to learn how to do it was not even so that I could share them. Although, well, for legal purposes, I won't be doing that. Um, wink, wink. But yeah, the, biggest reason I, I, <laughs> the biggest reason I wanted to do it was so that I could read the books in my note-taking app. And I can like scribble in the margins and like Kindle only lets you highlight like 10% of a book, which for me, like I take obsessive notes on things. And that's like, that's insufficient. I need to be able to highlight more than 10% of a book. So anyway, I feel like that was a big fucking victory. Fuck yeah. Did you guys ever um, look at any of the um, drawings that Engels did in the margins? No, I haven't seen that. No. He's got got some pretty good uh, drawings. That picture of uh, Max Stirner. Apparently yeah. that's an Engels original. Oh, where, where, uh. where he's like smoking the cigarette and he's got like the very angular yeah face. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. That is a, is a uh, once again a wild ride of a week. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I hope everyone is okay in Texas. Yes. Uh, yeah, if you live in Texas, like prayers up. That's really yeah. What's been happening there is just absolutely nightmarish. Just surviving your your libertarian electrical grid. Yeah, it's absolutely fucked. I mean, on the upside though, uh, Ted Cruz now believes in climate change, according to a 2016 tweet. Did you guys see that? No. Oh, that was fake. Actually, oh, I know the one fuck. you're talking about, but it was fake. Yeah. Darn it! <laughs> see, that's the thing about the internet. I just believe whatever I see. I know, I know, it sucks. I wanted to believe too, but yeah, somebody shared like a you know screenshot of a old Ted Cruz tweet that said like I'll believe in climate change when Texas freezes over, but it wasn't it wasn't real, sadly. Yeah, but what he does believe in is um, throwing his kids under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty. Imagine Ted Cruz being your dad. No, I refuse, and I'm pissed off at you for saying that. (laughs) Oh my god. So this is the same daughter that uh, was in that like epic uh, gif that was going around where he's like leaning in for like a photo op kiss and she's just like, uh, uh, just like <laughs> yeah. as much as she possibly can to like avoid it. Um, yeah. Ted Cruz, uh, repulsive, uh, reprehensible, uh, scum of the earth human being that nobody likes and uh, somehow beat Beto O'Rourke. And, uh, you know, now. I guess, unfortunately, the libs are now in charge, and Texas, this is what you get. This is what yep. you get when you when you don't vote for Beto. You get Beto's revenge. And in this case, it's coming in the form of uh, 
climate change and the snapping of the polar vortex into two pieces, one then running down the eastern hemisphere and the other one absolutely destroying Texas. I I do want to, like, man, Beto O'Rourke is a bad candidate. <laughs> can't fucking beat Ted Cruz. Yeah. That's, that's fucking incredible. And he's, he's going to run for handsome, governor now. So he should really, like, that should be an easy contest for him. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous. It's pathetic, to be honest. Yeah. But I think he's going to run for governor now of Texas. Good for him. You know, there's been a lot of really, like, gross liberal gloating about how, like, this is what Texas deserves for electing Republicans. And it's really disturbing, like, for all the hand-wringing. I hope being sarcastic there. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I know. I'm sure people do. But, like, for all the hand-wringing that libs do about how, like, mean the left is and, you know, how, like, uncivilized and, like, rude and, you know, everything about emojis and whatever else – like watching these people with, you know, Biden Harris 2020 in their bios just say like, you know, this is what you get. This is what you get. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's disgusting. I mean. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it really it, is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of because, course, like I imagine, you know, the, I mean, the most uh, uh, generous uh, uh, like thing that you could give them is that they're they're thinking of the. uh the the Trump weirdo that lives in a McMansion saying that like, you know, the the F three fifty that they drive to Sam's Club doesn't create climate change or whatever in America for Americans. Like I think they're imagining someone that doesn't uh uh that would have never voted for a Democrat in the first place, which makes it kind of an which gives it a whole new level of dumb uh shit. But But of course, like the thing that is um, really frustrating, right, is that one, it ignores the fact that their only other option was Beto O'Rourke, who, you know, like, what the fuck would he do? He hasn't, he's never like done anything with with whatever power he does (laughs) have. The one time that he was like in the house, (laughs) I think the only bill he passed was like to rename the post office. And then like, and then there's just like the thousands if not millions of people well how many people are in texas well anyway thousands yeah at least thousands of people that like can't vote or uh you know have been like actively uh disenfranchised and so like for example you know like we have this article about reality winner who is in a texas um prison reality winner being uh someone that should fucking should be a uh, girl boss bitch in the eyes of the Democrats because she um, was like the only person to release anything even remotely close to actual evidence of some sort of Russia collusion. Right? It, it just yeah, yeah. shows she like she was behind the actual Russia gate. Yeah, yeah. Like in terms it, of the revelations, like you know, not as like a conspirator. Reality winner is just like the perfect example of like why uh, it's a perfect answer to Democrats and liberals. Like, well, like why don't they vote for us? Like when we're the ones that like uh, like work for their interests and stuff. And like, look at Reality Winner. Like she did, she did everything that the that like near Tandon acolytes would want you to do. Right? You stood up to power. You uh, believed them when they said that the Cheeto was Putin's uh, lover or whatever. 
like they, they like believe it all you have the power to do something about it you do something and they don't give a shit about you just yeah. absolutely do not give a shit about you they laugh yep. at you for being a uh, yep. for being in prison in texas and they're and now that like they have their boy in office they're not they're not even thinking about a pardon for you like of course they don't give a shit like what and she should absolutely be pardoned like that should have been that's an easy thing that joe biden could do with the stroke of a pen like right now and maybe it's you know it's probably worth talking about this so this was reported uh by taylor barnes in the intercept but the conditions in this texas prison are horrific um reality told some of her friends and family about what they were facing in the prison throughout these, you know, rolling like blackouts and water crises. And uh, here's a quote from reality sister, Brittany. Um, She told me that the toilet stopped working because there wasn't any water and things got disgusting really fast. Some inmates put on rubber gloves to scoop out the shit and throw it away to get rid of it because of the smell. There are reports of women uh, being so cold that their hands were numb and painful and blue. Um, the prison insists that they have had only temporary intermittent, uh, interruptions to power and that the heat system has been working fine, but they also admit that they have passed out extra blankets to the women. So like, so which is it? Is the heat working fine and everybody's nice and comfortable or are conditions so bad that you're having to hand out extra blankets? Uh, women are reporting that they have no water, that they can't even drink from water fountains. All the pipes have frozen. Like, it's really fucking bleak. Yeah. And and for and it would be understandable if no one knows who this person is. Um, uh, but, you know, re- reality winner back in June of 2017 um, uh, leaked uh, information. She was an NSA uh, data analyst, and she leaked some information uh, to the intercept, and then the intercept fucked it up, uh, and she got instantly caught and arrested. But she she uh, she leaked a NSA report detailing phishing attacks by Russian military intelligence on local U.S. election officials. Uh, so like it was it was it was trying to get a hold of like actual election uh, infrastructure through yeah, phishing passwords attacks. and such. Yeah. yeah. So like this is actually you know I mean like I'm sure that they they try this. All sorts of countries try this all the time, including the United States and like a dozen other countries. Yep. <laughs> like at yeah, any one yeah. point in time, like uh, like, if, uh, but like, uh, and she probably wouldn't even done this had she not constantly heard, along with everyone else, that Russia is stealing our election. Something that the Democrats just would not stop posting about, you know. And it's like that's like. And, and so she, it, it's almost it's almost entrapment as far as I'm concerned, where it's like you, you, you post this over and over and over again, this hair on fire bullshit. And then someone it, with the ability to do something about it does something about it. And it's almost as if all these Democrats are like, oh, no, 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 you, you don't understand. Like, we don't actually we're not actually concerned about this. This is just a story that we're telling to uh, to drum up, uh, you know, anger about uh, about the president. Like, it's not like. Well, it's not like it's, we actually it, want to do something about this. She broke it, it's also the, the rules. Yeah, it's she broke the rules. That's the problem. She didn't go yeah. through the proper channels. She didn't do, you know, that's cuz that's the dem that's the dem yeah. mindset, right? Is that Yeah. um following the rules and playing fair is paramount above all other politics. And uh, so it makes it makes sense that she's in jail for a World War 1 era law 
that um, and she's serving <laughs> yes. the longest prison yes. sentence of its kind. Yeah, yeah. They yes. put her away for as long as they legally could. And you mentioned, David, the, how The Intercept fucked it up. Could you, I, I know that that's true, but I can't really remember exactly how. Was it just that they published like too much identifying information that made it easy for them to find her? So it from what I'm going off of memory, so this might be a little bit wrong, but essentially the way that she she sent them these documents as basically a PDF and they ha- and the NSA has um technology on these documents that um if you print it out or or export it or something it puts this like invisible watermark essentially on it and the and the intercept who of any organization should know that this kind of stuff happens they didn't do their due diligence of stripping away that stuff uh-huh. So that th- so that watermark tells them exactly ha- where it got out, and so the, the NSA is like instantly able to go find the person that leaked it because it puts this tracer essentially on it. That, yeah, uh, I remember there was a weird feud between Rachel Maddow and Jeremy Scahill. Yeah, about that when when it happened, where she was like talking about how irresponsible it was for them to publish it this way. Yeah, they, that, and that's why, like Ra- yeah. Rachel Maddow, you know. She's she's right in this case. Like they really they really screwed up, which is why the Intercept has like been doing. Uh, I think like some fundraisers for her. Like they they like every every time. I mean, like this is probably why they're reporting on this now more than yeah. uh, more than anything is is because like they they're now like trying Tomato to save Pulpa, their souls yeah. because like that's the reason why she's in jail. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, like, you know, technical errors aside, like, you know, I'm not saying that they, there isn't an onus of responsibility for the reason, you know, the, that she got caught. Um, the United States government is really the cause of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like well, of course, yeah. That, no, of course. And, and as you're pointing out, um, uh, the, the whole she broke the rules thing, it, like, that, that totally tracks in, like, the liberal mind in the United States. Because, like... The liberal mind is one of American exceptionalism. It's one of revering our institutions. It's one, you know, did you see Jen Psaki this week where she basically just said that the United States has never um, and and will never engage in a regime change outside of like a, a constitutional and legal process? That was and- so painful. And her reaction to the reporter who called her on it was like some very um, like Q... Uh, what's the sh- what's the show with Dave? Uh, so actually, Curb that, that enthusiasm. yeah, the cue curb your enthusiasm <laughs> music. Oh yeah. my god! So that, that that video is actually uh, when she was the um uh the Obama era uh, uh State Department um uh uh person. Really? Oh, person. really? That that wasn't yeah. even for 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 recent uh, Biden. No, no, that was uh that that was back when uh, she was State Department spokesperson in the Obama administration. But it, but it's like it, it, which makes to me that makes it better because then it's like that's the person you picked. Yeah. to do mm-hmm. the job like like do the most uh uh, uh like uh, uh um uh you know the the, the uh, um like like the highest profile job. Like you pick that person to do the highest profile job. It it just makes it so much better. Yeah. It, it's like I I'm sure like she has a known track gotcha. record of lying to the press, like yeah. blatantly lying to the press. Yeah, which I'm sure like anyone up for well, that it, job it, does that. Yeah, it's not a lie if it's part of our official myth. Yes, right. that's if, true. It, you know, if it's canon, if it's, you know, if it fits within the playbook, then it's like not a lie. 
Because like that's but all the, she the all branding. she had to say was that we don't. She didn't have to say we do not we never, and never had yeah. have yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. That was really you know that's uh, uh, that's an oopsie. That's you know, <laughs> that's a big but, oopsie. I mean, you know, to to tie this back into um, you know the tragedy um, in Texas in terms of you know the total fucking failure of the infrastructure to deal with you know uh, climatic chaos, which is what everybody should be preparing for is that um, there is no real alternative or difference between the uh, way that the Democratic administrations and the Republican administrations deal with these things. Like, as far as um, uh, Reality Winner goes, she's, you know, one of the most high profile and recent uh, victims of the war on whistleblowers. But this was something that was especially, um, you know, accelerated during Barack Obama's tenure. Absolutely. And then when you had Trump come in, he, uh, you know, what, what he spoke out of both sides of his mouth on the issue. You know, he was praising Julian Assange and WikiLeaks when he was actively helping his campaign. And then he, you know, refused to pardon, refused to uh, pardon Snowden. You know, like the, the Dems and the Republicans are, have a bipartisan consensus on, uh, you know, clamping down on all internal uh, information leaking. Uh, to literally torture everyone who uh, helps inform the American public of things that are in the American public's interest, uh, such as, you know, <laughs> other governments uh, documented uh, attacks on our electoral infrastructure. Um, and it's just, it's fucked up because the idea that these Democrats are, you know, sort of taking um, schadenfreude at the suffering of all these people in Texas is somehow lodged in the belief that if Beto O'Rourke had been elected, um, you know, to what, Senate, right? Yeah. That this wouldn't have happened. That Which is somehow so absurd. If, if so Democrats absurd. were in charge, there would have been a winterized electric grid that was not set up to do disaster capitalism the first time the, you know, temperature swings 60 degrees. You know, like, well, it's also predicated on a basic misunderstanding of how the branches of government work. A senator does not have control over their state. That's not what sen the Senate does. <laughs> yeah, Senators correct. are yeah. representatives from their state who help to guide federal policies. So like Beto O'Rourke has no control over the Texan power grid, even if he were even if he were both senators from Texas. Like that's just not how and and that's not how any of this works. And and, and if like you know, if, you know, if, if one of the pod Johns was here, you know, they would say, well, no, we're talking about like, you know, a, a history of Should voting. Have them on. Yeah, right. You know, you know, like, no, we're talking Never. about like, like, like a, a long history of voting against their own interests or something like that. It's like, bitch, look at look at California, like California, uh, a shit ton of Democrats. And, yep. and when they elect Republicans, they're very they're they might as well be Democrats. You know, it's just yep. like it's very liberal state. And they can't deal with wildfires. And they, they have rolling brownouts all the fucking time. And why is that? And when that? they do have wildfires that are caused by utilities companies, yeah. which very often mm -hmm. happens, they don't mm -hmm. hold those companies responsible. No, they no. do not. But all yeah. of that falls on the taxpaying base. So, yeah. No, yeah, they, yeah. They let certain companies go bankrupt so that, like, the, you know, the tax base just ends up holding the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And if anything, the fact that utilities are an absolute wild fucking West in Texas, this like libertarian <laughs> hellscape is the responsibility of the federal government. The failure to regulate these things at the state level is yeah. a failure of federal government as much as it is Texas's state government. 
Now, I'm not a policy wonk, so I don't I haven't drilled down into like the Green New Deal in terms of details, but what I understand about it, and you know, if anybody out there who's listening is more of an expert, please write in, um, is that there would be a changeover of our uh, electrical grid to be both more based on renewables, like almost entirely based on renewables by some date, and uh, also more decentralized and hypothetically also more accountable to a democratic process. Um, And if it isn't in there, it should be, because that's exactly what the fuck we need to be dealing with climate chaos. Like people have been, uh, I think it was Governor Greg Abbott in Texas was uh, going off about how um, he was blaming the power outages on failed wind turbines. And he's like, the reason is we got these renewables and they don't work in the winter. It's totally fucked. And then other people are tweeting like, here's Antarctica full of wind turbines like they work. And it's somewhere in between, which is to say they did fail because of the cold, but that's because they didn't install the like winterizing gear that keeps it from, you know, the de-icing heaters on the bearing, you know, casings and all the stuff that you'd need to be able to deal with a wider range of temperatures, which this temperature swing in um, Texas, while it might have like the effect of a once in a generation kind of um, crisis, this practically happened in what 2017 like not even that long ago like there was a um a, a winter s- a storm that went down there and like didn't fuck things up quite as bad but like they have seen these temperature ranges before yeah. i think it was back um, in the mid aughts the last time it was this bad it, it, um it's also important to remember that i think it's something like seven percent of texas energy comes from wind turbines so it's like if all of the wind turbines died, that's only 7% of capacity. Like, that's not the problem. Well, what they were saying mm-hmm. was that it was like a domino effect, that the wind that the wind systems were the first to fail, and then that caused, and I, I don't know the extent, you know, I, I don't know the extent to which any of that's true, but like that, that was the line. I mean, a, lo- a lot it of it. was that first failure that caused the rest of the grid to go. I mean, I, I think a lot of it, though, is also that like all their uh, natural gas pipelines froze and they're, yes. they don't winterize those. But you obviously can because natural gas pipelines are in like North Dakota. So, you know, so I mean, we like most like, yeah. you know, more than half of New York State is run on natural gas. So, yeah, yeah it's I guess that maybe brings us to talking about these absurd electric bills, which I mean, I really don't even know how to talk about it other than like this is the future libertarians want for you. And there's this great I I have this New York Times article um, that the headline is his light stayed on during Texas storm. Now he owes sixteen thousand seven hundred and fifty two dollars. So Texas has this. um, There are a few utilities providers that allow you to sign up for a plan that has a variable rate depending on like usage and demand, right? Okay, so supply demand, it's like the perfect laissez-faire like model, but for electricity, you know, that thing that we all need to survive. Inexorable laws. Yeah. And so what happened to all of these Texans, you know, they use this this personal case of a of a uh, man named Scott Willoughby, who's like picture perfect for this kind of story because he's a 60, 63 year old army veteran who lives on Social Security. So that's like the American who deserves the best things in the world. Right. If you're going to pick like one deserving American, yeah. it is, you know, the retiree army veteran. Um, and his electric bill is usually about eighty dollars. And uh, he was suddenly charged 16,000 over, you know, almost $17,000 for his electric bill because of this, you know, demand-based billing system. 
I don't see what problem you have with market efficiency. I mean, it's <laughs> it's simple supply and demand. And listen, you know, we're a, a, an eco-friendly podcast, right? We want to incentivize the reduction of, you know, uh, energy consumption. And, you know, when, when there's a peak demand going on, you know, you, you want people to lower on that demand. So you yes. want to give them a financial incentive to use less fossil fuels and, you know, like, You're literally the- stealing the talking points out of – so <laughs> William W. Hogan, who is considered the architect of the Texas energy market design, said in an interview this past week – so he said this while this is happening. He said that the high prices reflected the market performing as it was designed. The rapid losses of power, more than a third of the state's available electricity production was offline at one point, um, increased the risk that the entire system would collapse, uh, causing prices to rise. He said, as you get closer and closer to the bare minimum, these prices get higher and higher, which is what you want. God, and then so he blinked with his second set of eyelids. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, I, and some of these uh, people have their, their power billing system set up so that it draws from their bank account automatically. God. Oh, which yeah. means that these yeah. people were I mean, that's having... A convenient way. Yeah, I think well, I think that's how we pay ours too. Although it might go on our credit card. We don't want to get sure, stuck but... with the late fee. So yeah. these people suddenly had like there was this one woman who said that so much was drawn out of her bank account that she was left with only two hundred dollars, and she's pretty sure that they only stopped drawing from it because her bank cut them off. So imagine like you know you have like twelve twelve grand in the bank, like you have a nice little cushion. Um, and then suddenly, like, you open up your bank account and it's been drained of everything but $200, all from your electric bill. And it's like, or imagine that you only have, like, $1,000 in your bank account. Um, and now all of a sudden it's drained, like, drained to that extent. And, I mean, like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to to beat a dead horse on this, but it's like, think about, like, why? The idea is that, like, the price signal is going to like tell you like how much electricity to use. And then that's like the perfect self-correcting system that this lizard brain weirdo is saying is, is, is so effective. Right. But it's like, what, like you would have to be presented with like the bill, like as you open the refrigerator or something, right? Like the, the, the information <laughs> that you need. <laughs> so this is why we need Google decisions. glass. Yeah, you need you need a heads up display. You need AR so that when you're looking at your computer, it's telling you how many uh, dollars per hour it's causing costing you to you know frag noobs online. And then you you, know, <laughs> you, you go to your refrigerator and it, you open it up, and there's like some like you know potatoes you you parboiled like last week, and there's like you know a, a dollar amount that like how much keeping those potatoes cold has yeah. cost you, just like superimposed, and then you suddenly have everybody acting as rational actors with a total awareness of all information and pursuing their own selfish best interests. And that is how you get market efficiency. Right. And ultimately, that's what we need to get if we're going to save this planet. You know, if we're going to yeah. start saving that energy. We need people with smart grids, uh, smart meters. We need, you know, the, the, the pop-up Google Glass. Um, we need people to know when they're uh, toasting their toast how many cubic feet of ice in the Antarctic or in the Arctic is melting to allow them to get that avocado toast. Because otherwise, <laughs> millennials, they're just, just going to keep eating as much avocado toast as they want. There's going to be no more Arctic. 
Well, this is kind of what is kind of fucked up about this, too, is that so like these people have apps that are associated. So Gritty, G-R-I-D-D-Y. Shut up. It's a cute name. It's a cute name (laughs) for a utility provider. God damn Um, it. But, you know, customers have this app where they can watch what they're being charged almost in real time. And so you have these people who are watching their electric bill raise oh 5000 6000 7 But what are they going to do? So yeah. they're literally watching in real time got, being charged yeah. these astronomical prices. But there's only so low you can turn the heat. You know, this one guy who they, they talk about in the article yeah. is like, we I had it turned to 60 degrees, but it just it wasn't making a dent in it. And he's like, I can't have it any lower than that. Yeah. I mean, imagine it's seven degrees outside and yeah. you have and your he- heat turned to 60 degrees. And these houses aren't insulated for this purpose. Right. So a lot of yeah. people had like water pipes that were running along the ceiling, which is like, you know, convenient. You can run it right across the ceiling. There's a reason that isn't done in upstate New York, you know, because yeah. like if you have uh, an uninsulated uh, attic, you know, suddenly you can have a freeze. And when you have a freeze in a pipe, it breaks and it ruins your your ceiling. And suddenly you're full of not only, um, uh, you know, cold, but also ice. In your yeah. house. And so, like, I can't even imagine the idea of, like, you know, you're wrapping your 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 toddler and you, they're wearing the, the coat and they've got, like, icicles coming out of the bottom of their nose. And you've got your app open and you're like, fuck. 6,000, 7,000, 8,000. Just, just yeah. went up four times. And you look at your bank account and it's negative, And you're like. <sighs> like. What I better make some more rational decisions shit? to get this number down. That <laughs> number the, go down. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and like, yeah. And, and then like the fact that, you know, like, yeah, a lot of your HVAC systems are probably like electric resistance heating. So like, there's nothing you can do to like lower that cost. It's just like all designed to make the temperature go down by like five or 10, 15 degrees to just stay comfortable, not to like survival temperatures. Mm. And, 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 and like, you like what what Chris was describing where like every you have a Google glass that's like telling you how much your avocado toast costs to toast or whatever. Like that's a on on the one hand, like that's obviously a joke, but on the other, like that is the illogical conclusion of all this, right? Is yeah. that like you are this constant yeah. this constant ball of nerves, like making all these calculations to like optimize <laughs> your life. And like that's supposed to be that's supposed to be the fucking goal of these of these sick freaks, right? Is that like that's that's supposed to be your life. Yeah. Is to just like walk around constantly yeah. making all of these tiny little decisions that will like optimize how much money you save and make and and it's just like that's no way to fucking live. Like that's yeah. not a way to live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It also clearly just doesn't work. Yeah. Right? And that the idea that we're going to have our entire future uh, as we engage in ever increasing climatic chaos, like whether we collectively live or die is going to be based on the informed individualist choices of consumers yeah. is like a fucked approach. Yeah, and that's what that, Democrats like, want. That's what Democrats want. <laughs> it's, it's, what, it's what they both want. Well, what Republicans no will use for you to like, just die. Like, there is just like, a, <laughs> then you just like, you like create like these. I'm going uh, to Cancun, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Republicans are just like, well, we're going to make like some burp claves that like, that will still have running water and electricity. And you can either like, you know, be a good enough godly person to get in there or not. And if you're not, you, you know, kill people until you make enough money to get into the burp clave. 
right? Like that that's that's all they have. But like the Democrats are like, no, that's that's not right. Instead, like we're gonna fit you with this like a little silicon chip in your brain that's going to tell you how often you uh, can make avocado toast and still be a good person. <laughs> oh, At least you know God. that's what it'll be. It'll Jesus. just be like, yeah, like a little just, emoji. No. It'll be a, an emoji that like tell that like tells you whether or not you're you're a moral human being because and it'll just say like, oh no, you you killed a panda. <laughs> Like as as you like do things that like you just like make social reproduction possible. And you're like you're feeding your child like some cereal, and it's like that could give them diabetes. And like what the fuck, man? Like it's the only cereal I could afford. And it's like it, it, you just killed another panda. Like why? What did I do to kill the panda? And then, like, that's gonna be that's gonna be that, that's that, that, that's it. Yeah, if, if we haven't beaten everybody who's listening to this over the head, the solutions to these are not individual. Like, there's no fucking way that individual people, through proper, uh, you know, logic and uh, moral choice making, are going to like make the decisions to like allow our civilization to continue to survive into the mid 21st century. Like, this is a collective project. The collective problem, the idea that there should be profiteering in the uh, distribution and production of an electric grid in the first place is insane. <laughs> like, it is quite literally yeah. the thing that allows anything to happen. Like, as soon as, like, the electricity is, is down, like, what, what the fuck are you going to do? You don't have business. You don't have, you know, pizza joints. You don't, like, which did you see? The uh, Domino's? They like basically had um, like some serious working class heroes. They just gave away the entire stock of all the food. They they basically produced as many pizzas and pizza ingredients as they possibly could and just gave it away because it was all going to go bad. And like, it's just there's no fucking way to do any of this shit if we don't have our collective ducks in a row. And climate change is real. We're going to get crazy temperature swings in areas that we've never seen before. We're going to have crazy bad storms that are going to ravage all of the coasts and like getting our collective shit together and having a decentralized renewable based electric grid that is non for profit run for the interests of our society, not for the interests of shareholders. Like that is fucking required and is not going to be given to us by either the Democrats or the Republican party. So Figure out what to do with that information. <laughs> yeah, like these are these are not these are irreducible problems that you know like can't go down to like the level of the individual, right? Like that's it's 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 just the nature of the problem. So we haven't really gotten to talk at all about the uh, O Bungler. I mean, O O by by Sleepy Joe Bungleden. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to translate that. How fucked up this fucking COVID relief shit has been. Oh, yeah. We, we've we've been off in guest conversation land so that we didn't have to deal with um, the depressing reality of uh, our su- subjective personal um, judgment of this moment. But uh, it's not good, folks. It's not good. It's not good. Between the means testing and the constant goalpost moving of the minimum wage hike and the student student loan relief, like, it's just, you know, we all knew that it would be disappointing, but wow, it happened really fast. Like, what, he's been in office for, like, a month today, and 
just cascading failures. Cascading. We, yeah. Yeah. We're not exactly pushing them left, are we? Yeah. yeah shocker I, I, that that didn't work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, was, I was actually back on the 18th of this month. I, 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 I tweeted out something. I was, I was thinking about this and I was wondering, like, maybe I missed something. So I asked you if there's a single harm reduction thing that Joe Biden has done, right? Because that was the argument the entire time. Was that like, he's not perfect. Maybe he is the architect of the crime bill. Maybe he is a, uh, a serial sexual assaulter, probably, allegedly. Uh, he has been accused as such, you know, like maybe he is part of the problem, but he's not as bad a part of the problem as like this new problem of like out white supremacy and and being a reality TV show host that gets banned from Twitter. Maybe we can focus on that after we get the fascist out of office. <laughs> All right, champ. All right, Buster. All yeah. right, buddy. <laughs> no, I, and so I just like I, I I I I treat the comments to my tweet as a definitive list of everything that Joe Biden has done <laughs> that that um can that could be considered harm reduction. And you know what? Not that long. Well, and also one of yeah. them was from who immediately walked back what they said because um. Is it doesn't seem like that, that that's even working, right? It was like, yeah. was, I mean, like, so I mean, th- this person's account is locked, so I'm not gonna uh, read them. But it was essentially, you know, it's talking about you know, some some moratoriums on on uh, ICE uh, stuff and and deportations and things like that. But even that, it, it, which is what like a couple people said in my in my replies about like you know, and it's a lot of it's anecdotal. Uh, from people who work in this area and like asylum applications are, are being considered again. And like, that's not nothing, obviously like for like the, the people that do that, that does like happen to, it could mean everything for them. Right. So it's like, you can't like uh, uh, say that that's nothing. Right. But it's, it's a far cry from what we need and is like, is just another one of those things that can just like so easily be reversed as soon as like Joe Biden, uh, uh, you know, as, as soon as the inevitability of like their Democrats losing um, like the the House uh, or the presidency in, in four years. And then the only other thing that I see here is that is a, a drone strikes are down. Um, one of the things that we had talked about early on, um, in this like first week or whatever was, uh, the Keystone XL got canceled, yep. which is really important. Um, hopefully that doesn't get uncanceled, uh, by either, uh, Harris or, uh, the next Republican president. Um, and, uh, yeah, as far as like big impacts, that's probably the biggest one. Uh, but NATO is back. America's back, baby. You America's know, back. Like, we're reinvesting in NATO. Um, you know, back uh, in the Paris climate like, accords. Yep, back in the Paris Climate Accords. Um, uh, so you know we're we're talking the talk again, and that's important because that's leadership. And um, <laughs> you know the world needs a imperialist hegemon and yeah. one that uh, looks good on film and uh, you know says the right things and the uh, loud parts very loud. All right, Jack. All right, we're we're going against the China. We're we're, we're gonna. We're we're gonna make sure they 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 don't do the cyber. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, 
I think I feel like you're kink shaming. We shouldn't do the cyber. Come on, man. <laughs> cyber is totally legit. ASL. <laughs> <laughs> Does not stand uh, for American Sign Language in that context. No, no, not at all. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't check the numbers on this, but I saw somebody say that um, the fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage in 2025 will be comparable to the 725 minimum wage in 2020 because of like inflation and cost of living rises yeah so i mean that would, I would, that would... my nuts in some thousand island dressing because <laughs> I, I got depression i'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, gonna run a car into some white-owned businesses yeah it's a uh, um the the uh, because I got depressed. It's, it's it's a song lyric, all right. It's not actionable. Zach Fox, uh, look it up. Really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I mean, like, I don't know if that will be necessarily true because that would mean like fifty, like like a hundred percent inflation in four years. And well, I don't think it's based solely on inflation. It's also based on projected uh, standard of living cost yeah. rises. But I mean, that would be a, that would be yeah, steep you know, like the big, yeah. But it's possible. I don't know. Isn't inflation really interesting? You know, like it's all tied to like the consumer price index, right? And like various things change in terms of costs over time, totally different from one another. Like if you look at college tuition or like inner city rent, those have gone up like 4,000% in like the last, you know, I don't fucking know, like 10 years or whatever. Whereas like TVs, hard drives, um, uh, things made in China. Tropical yeah. fruit. Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah. Basically, electronics because yeah. of uh, just you know supply chains. Those and are certain like foodstuffs rid- that we just like have spent you know decades uh, bullying Latin America into giving us yeah. cheap. But yeah, yeah. bananas. Yeah, so, still so I can cheap. just like sit in a in a in a bed of bananas of overripe bananas, With, like uh, seventeen wa- watching, screens around you. Yeah, wa- watching uh, <laughs> the new Star Trek in four K on a on a forty five inch LCD panel. Yeah, like that's that's. Yeah. That's the world, man. That's that's what another thing when you see conservatives bitching about poor people having like basic consumer goods, like while still just being incredibly ignorant of the fact that like an iPhone is one month's rent for a lot of people. (laughs) Like you put these things in comparison. Exactly. As well as the fact that our society is constantly generating superfluous, like usable electronics. So like the idea of like a homeless person having like, you know, even like an iPhone seven or something like it's like, yeah, like they probably like, those are probably given away to homeless shelters like all the time. Um, Oh yeah. And like, you basically need that because you know, your, uh, your fucking, uh, help is going to be coming through an app now Yeah, because you know, uh, the social workers are going to, uh, be getting a big shot in the arm of efficiency. Well, and like if you want to apply for a job, you have to have a phone. Oftentimes you have to apply online. You have to, you know, there are like a lot of things that in, in modern life that you can't do without having a phone. But I guess that's kind of far afield from um, where we're we getting at. One, you know, one of the things that I, I recently saw, which is interesting, is that with this new stimulus, they're going to allow you to choose whether you want. So like one of the criticisms of the mean test means testing is that you know, you're basing the income threshold on 2019 tax returns, which are obviously do not reflect the absolute catastrophe of 2020 and the fact that a lot of people lost significant income. And so they are going to allow you to, Mm -hmm. if you file your taxes before whenever the checks come out, which we don't even know really when the checks will come out, 
Um, you can choose whether or not you want your check to reflect 2019 or 2020 income, which means that, you know, poor people don't uh, often either don't file taxes or file their taxes very late um, because, you know, they're fucking busy being poor. So it's like it's it's kind of incredible to me that we have just. I don't know. We just fucked this up so badly. How did we fuck that? Just send everybody money. Like it's not, it doesn't yeah. have to be that complicated. Especially like, like you won Georgia on $2,000 checks. <laughs> like you won fucking Georgia. <laughs> promising for Warnock. Those, yeah. those checks are going out day one. We're going to be sending out those $2,000 checks. People they in Georgia feel betrayed. Feel betrayed. Like the, yeah. the legacy of this absolute shit show in Georgia you know, a state that could very well be a democratic stronghold if we played our cards right. Um, Here, here's an idea: this tax season, subtract what you paid last year from what you're supposed to pay this year, and say, well, if you add my 2020, <laughs> my 2019 tax to my 2020 tax, that that equals what you're supposed to get. So, <laughs> what's wrong? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually just filed my uh, taxes, and I didn't see that option. So I don't know if that's something that's recently uh, gone out or, or what have you. Uh, but that's something interesting to think about. Um, but yeah, the idea I don't even that know just, if it's that you can choose so much as I think they will base it off of your most recent tax return. Ah, uh, interesting. Um, but I also saw that it means that the IRS is going to be absolutely just rat fucked over all of this because the checks are supposed to come out. In like the middle of tax season. So if you were going to select a year to commit some, I don't know, light tax fraud, this might actually be uh, the year for you. Pro tip. Yeah. Also, uh, pro tip, uh, they, as part of the last uh, stimulus package that went through the $600 check, um, they extended the federal tax subsidy for solar installations. So go ahead and, uh, you know, I'm not going to necessarily suggest that you uh, fraudulently claim a solar installation, but you can basically get a lot of money straight up from the government um, by saying that you did. Does that mean that are they extending it into 2021? Like if you get solar? Two more years. Yeah, Ooh, two more years. Two so, more years. so uh, yeah, a little bit of detail on this. I just got solar uh, on my roof, um, a longstanding goal um, that I've been having for a while. Um, and the tax, federal tax credit for it last year, it was 30%. This year, 2020, or, you know, the last ta this tax season, it was 26%. And then for 2021, it was supposed to be 24%. And then for 2022, it was supposed to be 22% or 20, uh, it goes down by six each time so, or four okay. each time. So yeah, 18%. As, as, as we get closer to, you know, like climate change, <laughs> right? It makes sense yeah. that we would slowly, you know, yes. phase out any yeah. sort of help for, for that. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Exactly. Um, and so, uh, it, but what they did do is they extended the 26% federal tax credit into the next two years. So for 2021 and 2022, uh, it is going to be stuck at the 2020 rate of 26%, which is actually a lot. And if you live in a yeah. state like New York, New York picks up the other 20, like another 25 uh, to a max of like 5,000 or so. So, you know, like. So you're basically getting 50% back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's on sweet. both the materials, which, you know, are Chinese made, um, and the, uh, the labor, which is all American, baby, if you're living in America. Um, 
so yeah, a little plug for uh, the solar industry right there. Um, you know, it, it, one of the uh, pork barrel things that got stuffed into the last uh, stimulus bill is actually an improvement in terms of environmental and energy policy. So, but you know what's so fucked up about these tax rebate programs is that you have to have the capital to put up oh, to yeah. have it installed. Yep. So it's like, yeah, okay, if you can afford, you know, to put up fifteen, twenty thousand dollars at the yep. outset so that you can get, you know, seven to ten thousand dollars back, you know, in a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's just such a fucking broken system. And just another like yeah, really example is. of the problems with the ways that Democrats legislate, you know? Yeah. And there is a couple uh installers in the area, I won't name any names because I honestly can't remember which, that do offer financing. Because the fact that you get the half back within about a year, you know, when you file your taxes, if everything goes smoothly, like it, they offer a pretty decent um thing. But yeah, you're right. I mean, capital and even just home ownership is like a problem right now. Yeah, that's like the most, story of home ownership, right? Is you have to yeah. have the money. It's cheaper in the long run if you have the money to put it up. Yep. Right. Yep. Being <sighs> poor is expensive. Being poor is very, expensive. Very fucked up system we live in. Hopefully we can end rentierism. Yep. I don't know. I guess the last thing I would say on it is like, there's so much talk when these Democrats run for office, when, you know, Biden was running about bold leadership and, you know, um, taking steps to, you know, get, get, uh, build back better and all of this shit. And it's like, Everything that has happened, even the most positive things, are so small and incremental and, you know, means tested to death and uh, require so much spinning of wheels to even get off the ground that it's it's really disheartening. Um, And I even see a few liberals disheartened by it. And with the Republican Party totally falling apart post-Trump and the Democratic Party just continuing to disappoint even a lot of its base, let alone like the progressive wing of the voting populace. I don't know where we go from here. It's it's like unsettling. It's very unsettling because we live in such unprecedented mm-hmm. times and we have the problems that we face are so big and dire and urgent. And yet all of this bold action that we were promised is is little more than a than a whimper. And it's kind of fucking scary, I guess. It's not even just like, yeah, it's not yeah. like all of this stuff, like it's funny and it's ridiculous and it's like annoying, but it, it's scary, like, though. but it's also very scary to me. Yeah. Especially since like, like the real, the real problems of climate change are, are starting, right? Like they're like COVID, the, what happened in Texas, uh, like the wildfires in California that will Australia. inevitably, in Australia, you know, like all oh. these things that, Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of these things are like really like even like with the Great Barrier Reef, like if you don't go scuba diving, like you'll never like it, tangibly experience it the way that you experience like, you know, your pipes bursting because it's negative six in Houston or something. Right. You know, like the, like it's here now. Like what you're experiencing is it like there will be a super hurricane soon that yeah. will like wipe out an entire metro area like that's going to happen. Like uh, when when it's a full moon, it floods in Miami. Like that shit just happens now. Like, and and it they're really just not like even if you thought like okay, well once like people start experiencing these things, like it, it'll, it'll force like in some sort of accelerationist logic, it'll start forcing 
you know, the government to act, but it's fucking not like, it's not. (laughs) We just said, we just said that they're extending the solar panel tax credit at a 26% rate. (laughs) I don't even know. What are you talking about? It's not happening. What more do you want? Yeah. 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 You know, you you left us. You're just, you're never satisfied. No matter what they give you, you're never satisfied. Yeah. And you know, part of it is like the dam broke Uh, a little bit because like the government gave us $1,200. Like they can just do that. Like yeah. did you like now people know that that yeah. is like technically possible for like they extended if, unemployment benefits. Yeah. They raised they raised unemployment benefits. You can do Guess what? You could have just been things. getting that for your yeah. unemployment benefits. And yeah. did did the you price of everything go up? Did I, like I the national debt kill your kids? No. Like none of that happened. Like none of that shit happens. So it, <laughs> Yeah, you're exa- you're exactly right. And that like without debate, we're just in MMT forever. Like we're never coming back from it. <laughs> uh and who knows what's going to happen. But you know what I know what the solution is? I'm going to get really mad online. And specifically, I'm going to get really mad at everybody who didn't vote for Howie Hawkins cuz <laughs> Howie Hawkins <laughs> would be electable if you voted for him, you know? And I I you know, I'm just going to I'm going to die on this thing? hill. Is that a Twitter character recently? <laughs> no, Howie Hawkins is the uh, Green Party candidate. Oh, yeah, I, I know. I just wondered president. if there was like a Twitter person no, of the day who got no, really mad no, at people no, who didn't vote Green. No, I, I, I mean, I have noticed like, a guy Peter... that's me to, for everybody to get mad at so that they don't have to uh, invent him. Um, but yeah, Peter it's just Dow like... has taken a hard right, left, hard turn towards the Green Party recently. Um, yeah. Which is, you know. It, 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 it's all cope. Right. Let's let's be fair. Yeah, We're all yeah. individualistically trying to cope with this fucking out of control moment we find ourselves in. And like, you know, tune into the bonus because we're going to get into our um, our reflections on the modern day epic of Gilgamesh that just came out from uh, uh, Adam Curtis. A uh, how many hours do you think that thing was? Like ten? I think it was like no, it was not ten. It was like it was like maybe eight. Felt like ten. <laughs> It, it felt like 20. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that, we are going to talk about the um, can't get can't you get out you of my, my head. head. Uh, which I liked a lot. Uh, so, you know, I'll Chris be liked the foil. It. We're, uh, we're going to have a debate. Yeah, but uh, that whole series was about like our collective failure to um, to like overcome in this moment and in past moments. And like all of the efforts that all of these people all around the world, like just went super hard in the paint to try to make happen. And just like why we just can't have nice things. And Title card. It, it, they all failed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and, uh, uh, it's, it's an incredibly it, pessimistic and incomplete picture of political action in the last uh, 60 years. But. And, that's yeah, it, all, it, and that's all you, all the ideas you get from us until you pay us. Yeah, right? you have to pay us for the rest. You have to pay, <laughs> pay us for our, the rest. Pay us for our emotional labor of watching Adam Curtis documentaries. Yeah. And I'm going to make the argument that he's actually optimist. He's an he's actual optimist. He's not an optimist Whoa. at all. Uh, but, but, but yeah. Uh, he thinks anyway, that our... Pol- okay, no, you know what? Yeah, no, stop giving away this I'm sorry, beautiful right, I'm shit giving, for free. I know, right? I know, I know. But just it, it, to, to wrap it up to the, the conversation that we're having now, it's just like, these are collective problems, and we're going to have to come up with some probably new method of getting together and having collective action. Um, and I don't know, like, 
that, that's where I'm at right now. So if you guys, if you have, you know, you, if you, the listener, have some uh, unique insight, you know, um, uh, perhaps a angel appeared to you in a vision uh, and let you know the, the proper path by which we can uh, collectively unfuck our planet and our uh, current, um, you know, political stalemate uh, and bipartisan consensus on uh, grinding to grinding towards doomsday. Eh, eh, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 That's good. Uh, yeah, write us to us, please, at uh, ironweedspod at gmail.com. At gmail. Yeah, fuck, I fucked that up. <laughs> well, I'll just, I'll just say, uh, send us a line. Send us a line. Drop us a line. Yeah. Do you want to do a wildflower? Yeah, let's do a wildflower. It's a pretty straightforward one this week. Yeah. Um, right, do we want to do Rush Limbaugh died? Is that okay? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck yeah. Amazing. You know, I have in the past, there have been occasions in the past where things came up for potential wildflowers, like Trump getting COVID or like certain, you know, popular despicable people dying. And usually I'm the one who's like, I don't really think it's good to like, you know, celebrate like kind of grim things like that. But this week, Rush Limbaugh died. And I really did a 180 on that political position. I think that we (laughs) should fucking celebrate the fact that Rush Limbaugh, rest in piss, is finally, finally shaken from this mortal coil. Just, I think, one of the architects. Mega dittos. One of the architects of the most vile, uh, harmful, horrendous politics of our age. You know, Ben Shapiro said every conservative born after 1960, uh, for every conservative born after 1960, Rush Limbaugh is a seminal figure. And I think that's really indicative of how, how incredibly, um, influential profound yeah influential i mean how incredibly influential he's been like like the massive impact that he's made on our political landscape cannot be overstated and it was a terrible terrible legacy that he's left behind and i am just so happy that that motherfucker is dead yeah yeah it's just so good i am as well (laughs) it's like he fucking cell phone so fucking hard like he gave himself lung cancer after denying that smoking caused cancer up to the point where he was basically dying from smoking on cigars, like his whole fucking adult life. Yeah. And like lung cancer is fucked up. Don't get me wrong. It's, like, a, it's a horrible way, way to, to die. Go. Horrible yeah. way to die. And I'm but, glad like, he's as... the one that died that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I hope I, I am glad to imagine him having a hard time breathing. I, like... I hope I hope it hurt. <laughs> Yep. I hope uh, he uh, had a hard time being around his loved ones when, as he was dying because of the dangers associated with COVID. Yep. I hope that um, he thought long and hard about, like, you know, how he spent his life and maybe had some doubts in the last twinkling, highlight, like, twilight of his consciousness. Like, I, I hope nothing but the worst for that piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I hope his DMT just didn't hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope he had no. I know. I hope he had a a terrible trip in the moments before he went. I hope he had a terrible trip. No, you know what? I I I Uh, wish. I hope he had a really good one, and it's only in that moment that he realized the harms that he had done, and it was too late to do anything about it. I think that would constitute a bad trip. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then that. Yeah. So he has been. He has been described. 
uh, as controversial and polarizing. Um, but like, let's recall some of the things that he did. Um, he spent decades uh, mocking people, mocking gay people who died of AIDS, said that they deserved to die of AIDS. Um, he once said that Jesse Jackson looked like all composite pictures of wanted criminals. Um, he said that watching NFL, NFL games was like watching the Bloods and the Crips without weapons. Um, he he uh, coined the term feminazis. He was uh, just an absolute piece of shit. The New Republic has a, a kind of an obituary on him. In which this is this is the quote from the article. Limbaugh loosed a dark and icarous ooze of anger and resentment into our political groundwater, one that has polluted American politics and culture. His legacy is a civic superfund site, an untreated hog lagoon that continues to spill its poison into the cracks in our democratic foundation. You know, I remember, Brittany, the first time you called me a, a hog lagoon. <laughs> It was on our third date, I think. Yeah. An yeah. Icarus sore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Just, yeah. Yeah, no, piece of shit. Better, world's better without him, uh, you know, here anymore. Um, and, you know, like in these moments of reflection on like particularly horrible human beings who have had a disastrous uh, effect on our psychology, it makes me really think about the whole like cause effect, you know, relationship of this and like how much was what he did and spread a cause of furthering hatred and how much of it was a effect of a culture that was already born fucked up, you know? Well, and you like, know, I, I think about I think that a lot when it comes mm -hmm. to these kind of media figures. And the fact is we're social creatures and we take cues from one another. And people like Rush Limbaugh and people like Donald Trump give others permission to be their worst selves. And so in that sense, yeah. I think he is both a cause and an effect. Um, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think that you can just I think a lot of leftists also have this tendency to say, well, Donald Trump was just an effect of something, you know, much larger than him. And that is true. But he wasn't just an effect. He gave people permission to be yeah. out and proud white supremacists. And Rush Limbaugh did the same thing with misogyny yep. and homophobia. And, you know, it, there are undoubtedly more hateful, bigoted people in the world because Rush Limbaugh told them that it was okay to be that. He taught me it was okay to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> he also taught me the importance of treating your hog lagoon regularly. <laughs> If you, you know, if, if, if you leave your hog, your hog lagoon untreated, it's going to start saying some fucked up things about immigrants, you know? <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta treat the hog lagoon regularly, you know, <sighs> keep up with maintenance. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Imagining a world where we ha have Donald Trump, but we didn't have Rush Limbaugh is honestly impossible for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I pretty hard. Imagine. Uh, also, what was the logo? It was like a a backwards B and then like a regular capital B and uh, his name is Rush Limbaugh. Like, I don't I, I, His logo is, yeah, in my mind, it's just him with like a shit-eating grin with this gigantic fucking cigar coming out of his mouth. Yeah. And just like, you know, the 
the most hollow and empty soul like deep inside of his eye and you know we we uh, we were just saying like how um gruesome it is to to die of lung cancer and we're we're uh, we're kind of hoping that he he suffered through it but um i think also now is a good time to for uh communists to reclaim cigar smoking like come on this is it, it, it the best cigars come from Cuba. Yeah. Uh you 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 can look pretty dope smoking them. Yeah. Uh, it, uh as long as you don't have like the 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 fat cantankerous face of Rush Limbaugh, right? Um so like maybe now's the time to like, you know, kind of take that back. You know, but do it like moderately. And don't like, inhale them, you and idiots. Don't inhale them, you dumbass. Jesus. You're not supposed to inhale a cigar. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I went through a period when I was in college when I uh, thought it would make me uh, interesting and classy to uh, smoke a pipe. And so I got like a wooden pipe and I got like the pipe tobacco and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this, this is going to be cool. I'm going to like inhale all this really thick, hot like tobacco smoke into my mouth and then breathe it out and like, you know, read a book while I do it. And I <laughs> got so fucking lightheaded. Yeah, and I tried man. it for like, a week or two, I tried tried to like get into the habit of smoking a pipe because I was like that much of a fucking tryhard. Uh, <laughs> and I just two things happened. One was I got wicked lightheaded and nauseous. And the other was holy shit, I salivated like a gallon yeah. of saliva. Like it was so fucking gross. I needed to like go to the bathroom to just like spit like you know big thick fucking cups of just like. <laughs> saliva coming out of my mouth so i imagine it's really sexy like (laughs) imagine that's what it'd be like to like smoke a cigar i haven't actually smoked a cigar in a while well you become accustomed to it it's the same it's the same way that your first cigarette makes you sick you know you you your body acclimates to it yeah i also just don't think i have the right discipline to not inhale yeah you can't inhale you can't inhale a pipe uh, or cigar (laughs) (laughs) so yeah rest in piss rush uh you deserve to be I Rush, Rush Limbaugh is one of those people who makes me hope that the Christians are right and there's a hell because I just really want him to suffer <laughs> eternal torment um, just could I can't yeah, think of a worse person really in recent history or like get reincarnated as like a devout Muslim in Manhattan circa 2002 you know yeah. like <laughs> I hope he comes back and gets AIDS, you know? Yeah. I hope in his in his uh in his next life oh. he gets AIDS. I hope I hope in his next life um he gets a fresh start and uh a lo- and he, a, a he, loving uh childhood where he, uh, yeah, he, that he knows love. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, man. I hope he suffers. Yeah. No, yeah. that's actually that's actually what I feel. And I I don't like to embrace that that darker side of myself where I wish uh pain and misery on anyone but you know what i i i'll make an exception for rush limbaugh yeah it's too bad that he just made like that more special before he died you know now we got glenn back who else um steve bannon yeah alex jones i mean there are like a ton of these of these people who he inspired to just be their worst selves in public um sean hannity Sean Hannity, yeah. Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he's got Tucker a lot Carlson's of disciples. One that like we're gonna have for a long time unless oh someone does something about yeah, it. Not saying, <laughs> <should>. <laughs> Not saying that anyone should. Not saying that anyone should. 
that would that's not right. That's not wrong. actionable. That's not kosher. Oh man. But like, yeah, like we're gonna have that. We're gonna have that that dumb looking face. Just every time he's like listening to someone, it looks he looks like a like a a, a dog staring at a math problem, and it's just like <laughs> can't cannot wait for that guy that to face. come it. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. All right. Well, don't you get lung cancer, listener? No, um, don't yeah. do it. Yeah, like, you're not allowed. Do what you can to, to continue to stay healthy, mentally, physically. Um, drink water. Uh, love yourself. Love your neighbors. Um, Unless they're good vibes them. only. You know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna uh, pull Marianne Williamson on uh, Biden. We're just gonna collectively raise our consciousness. Um, you know, like such that it, 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 we don't it, we don't even move Biden left. We just make him irrelevant. We like somehow as a as a population just start implementing policy to save ourselves. Yeah, we, we'll just we, do that. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we, that's we, your homework for this week. We levitate Joe Biden left. Okay, just... <laughs> uh anything to plug? Do we have anything to plug? I just finished the last uh reaction series. Um, those four episodes are up there are two Patreon episodes the next Patreon episode will be coming out this week I'm about to finish it up and then moving on to the next topic which I'm very excited about because I I... hated this series and I'm so glad to be done with it (laughs) but the next one's going to be really good I'm very very pumped well I'm sorry that you had such a hard time with it but I liked it a lot I haven't uh, listened to the most uh, recent episode but I really liked the one on 24 and uh, Jack Bauer and uh, how the um, the actor that played Jack Bauer like basically can't sleep at night because he realizes <laughs> that the people at Abu Ghraib were like super fans of Twenty Four and would watch the torture scenes and then go torture like yeah. back to back. Yeah, pretty fucked up. Yeah, um, but it's, it's not just a TV show, folks. Yeah, but the podcast is really good. Even thank though, you, thank you. Know, you. That and isn't. Thanks to so many of you who have signed up for the reactionary tier on our Patreon. I hope that you're enjoying the convenience of a one-stop shop for two podcasts and one happy RSS feed. It's not a happy RSS in one convenient RSS feed. Um, Yeah. Anything else we have? Um, I have, uh, you know, so like I know everyone is tired of reading the Journal of European Planning Studies. I know that that's like played out that no one wants to read (laughs) European Planning Studies anymore. But... I have a new journal article, peer review journal article out on a at, at European planning studies called "The Attention Economy of Authentic Cities: How Cities Behave Like Influencers." It's really um, good. Yeah, it should, it, it's a it, it, it. I tried to make it as interesting as a peer review journal article can be. I believe it is um a, a, a available open um open access um. Uh, for now, uh, while they're uh, they're kind of rolling them out, I think they might eventually close it up. Uh, so um, you can go over there now. I, I my pinned tweet has a link to that that article. You read like if you so if you want to read seven thousand words about like the goofy stuff that cities do to try to get attention and money. That's that's all there for you. We'll tweet that out. Yeah, hell yeah. Also, uh, we'll drop that uh, in the show notes, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. It's a really good article. Well, fuck yeah. And, uh, yeah, right. uh, big, 
big shout out to Kate B uh, for writing us a very lovely uh, and well thought out uh, email on our most recent episode that we had with Amanda Yee. Um, we covered a lot of uh, very interesting ground. A lot of it was quite controversial, and like um, you know, I think it's it's. I very much appreciated the email, and uh, would appreciate uh, more emails from listeners. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's really great to know that uh, we're not just sending this out into the void. Yeah, we do love hearing from you. We absolutely love it. And that that was a really excellent email. It was. It was it's also you know, like uh, we went to to college with Kate, Brittany, and I did, and it was a uh, it was cool to get a an, an email from an old friend. That was, we have that was quite a cool. few you know vocalogians out there, and yeah. it was like that's fucking cool, man. Write into us. Let us know. We yeah. Tell us that, what your that's... favorite psychedelic drug was. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what your favorite <laughs> wall was. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So uh, I believe that these folks can find us on the uh, social media website known as twitter.com at... Iron Eats Pod. And if you want to see some interesting photographs and image-based media that we post, you can find us over on instagram.com at... Iron Weeds Pod. And please send us an email at ironweedspod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.